We are reading in the writings of Bala Sulam the introduction to the book Tanimi Yirotu Masbirot, a shining and welcoming face, we're in item 5. An introduction to the book Tanimi Yirotu Masbirot, item 5. Now you'll understand what is written in the Zohar. With this composition, the children of Israel will be redeemed from exile. Also, in many other places, that only through the expansion of the wisdom of Kabbalah in the masses will we obtain complete redemption. A very important sentence, and this is from the corrections of the Zohar, meaning part of the Zohar, and the Zohar is the book of the wisdom of Kabbalah. And there, this is written as a condition, as a law that should not be breached, that only through the expansion of the wisdom of Kabbalah in the masses, not in a few tens, but in the masses, we will be revealed, have complete redemption. Our sages also said the light in it reforms him. They were intentionally meticulous or precise about it to show us that only the light enclosed within it, like apples of gold in settings of silver, in it lies the segula, the power or the virtue that reforms a person. Both the individual and the nation will not complete the aim for which they were created, except by attaining the internality of the Torah and its secrets. Although we hope for the complete attainment at the coming of the Messiah, as it is written, will give wisdom to the wise. It also says, in the heart of everyone who is wise-hearted, I have placed wisdom. Hence, it is the, the great expansion of the wisdom of truth within the nation that we need first, so we may merit receiving the benefit from our Messiah. Consequently, the expansion of the wisdom and the coming of our Messiah are interdependent. Meaning we must advertise the wisdom of Kabbalah to truly spread it out to each and everyone as much as possible, where each, as much as he's capable, will be able to incorporate himself in what's written in the wisdom of Kabbalah, because by this he connects himself to the upper light and can already, with all of reality, to start moving towards the upper light. Next. Therefore, we must establish seminaries and compose books to hasten the distribution of the wisdom throughout the nation. This was not the case before, for fear lest unworthy disciples would mingle, as we have elaborated about. This became the primary reason for the prolonging of the exile for our many sins to this day. Our sages said, Messiah, son of David, comes only in a generation that is all-worthy, 
Meaning, when everyone retires from pursuit of honor and lust, at this time it will be possible to establish seminaries among the masses to prepare them for the coming of the Messiah, son of David, or in a generation that is all unworthy. Meaning, in such a generation when the face of the generation is as the face of the dog. The righteous shall be cast away, and offers wisdom shall go astray in them. At such a time, it will be possible to remove the careful guard, and all who remain in the house of Jacob, with their hearts pounding to attain the wisdom and the purpose, holy will be said to them, and they shall come and learn. This is so because there will no longer be fear lest one might not sustain one's merit and trade wisdom in the market, as no one in the mob will buy it. The wisdom will be so loathsome in their eyes that neither glory nor lust will be obtainable in return for it. Hence, all who wish to enter may come and enter. Many will roam, and the knowledge will increase among those worthy of it. And by this, we will soon be rewarded with the coming of the Messiah and the redemption of our souls. With these words, we have uh, only PT6. Please. What does it mean, the majority of the nation? Do we need 5 million people, the masses, that will now enter the morning lesson? What is the masses? It's hard for me to say. I don't know. I didn't receive any any commentary on that, and I also didn't ask. I know that we need to try, meaning... What does this give me? The multitude of the people, the, the majority, not the majority, who yearns, how many? I'm not going to count. I know what I have to do to disseminate the wisdom of Kabbalah as much as possible upon to all the members of my generation in all the directions and in whatever way I can reach each and every one. And then it should be dependent on a person. The Creator wants a person to rise and awaken, He will. I continue this action of dissemination of the Creator to the world. This should bring to a person some awakening and bring him the the opportunity and the means to connect to the wisdom of Kabbalah and to the Creator through the books, through the internet, etc. And this is what I am doing. And what is from them, I don't exactly know what's happening. I don't know. I can know in general, but really, you see, how can you say that what's happened in the days of Barasulam, a world war and all those things, and what that did that, and what did that help him? And who could understand him? Who was interested in what he wrote? Nothing. Nothing. And that's how it is with many Kabbalists throughout the generations. 
Therefore, I look at what I'm capable, where I can, when, what I must do. I'm not the Messiah. I, wherever it's possible to bring forth the dissemination of the wisdom of Kabbalah, I do. And I think that that is our work. Even though we're already in the generation of the Messiah, but practically, for this time, for the time being, where we can contribute to this, we must. And that's it. Trump, you've been teaching us that for years. I didn't have a question about that. I understand our work. I'm simply trying to understand what will be the indication that we're coming close to that state that he's describing, because he's not giving us any discount here. He says that people want just hear about the wisdom of Kabbalah, they truly enter and study the internality of the Torah and its secrets. This is what I'm asking about. We will do our work. So, what else can you do? What do you think that else, what else can we do? Please. I don't know. I, I heard from you over many years that what we need to do is to disseminate the message of connection, that this is enough. Now, the message of yes. connection, it's not the internality of uh, the Torah and its secrets, the internality of the Torah and its secrets, that's thousands more of uh, things and, and uh, hours of study that I don't know if anybody else will ever do it besides us. That is after people reach Lishma. Otherwise, what will you teach them? You understand? Rather, you can study this, the tests more, the study of Tensfiot, but, but altogether, until you enter into the internality and you are in a state of, from Lolishma coming to Lishma, then you learn some kind of, uh, external technique, technology, and there's nothing real about it. Therefore, we learn it for the sake of evoking and awakening the upper lights. Just like he writes there in the introduction to the study of Tenzfirot, item 155, that they have awakened the, the surrounding lights that surround one's soul, which come and help us connect. Yes? Can I ask? Yes. Expansion of the wisdom in the nation, can that happen through the ten? We nonetheless learn that after the groups of students, we all kinds of groups come to us. You don't have some selection. Whoever comes, comes. Men, women, and you, you teach them generally. Later, you have to keep on learning on the next stage, stage in a more personal level. Then it's best if you divide it, men and women, apart. When should you do that? You, you should see it from your practice. Can you divide? Or maybe they won't like it and they'll leave. Or maybe actually it will hold them. And that's how we... But we already start after maybe a year 
they've been learning, getting all this knowledge. How it happens with you, you should know it. I'm not going into that. I'm not asking about that specific action, how it happens in the studies, but he's saying only when the wisdom expands in the nation, the full redemption will come. So what's the difference between expanding the wisdom from connection in the ten to actual dissemination and studies and publishing articles and books and so on. When you publish books, is that disseminating the wisdom of Kabbalah? You have to explain to people why and what for and how, and that only comes through that. When you bring them to the study, it doesn't have to, to be a study that they come, a lesson that they come in their body to some place. It can be through the internet as we do it. But without you teaching them for a year, suppose a year, about the wisdom of Kabbalah, you can't start. Because in the beginning, they don't know the language. They don't know what it's about. So we have to actually teach them, whether virtual or whichever form. It can be that they get it through other pipelines. What other pipelines? We're saying that everything is inside the tent, everything. So is the nation also in the tent, and the expansion of the wisdom can happen from our interconnection. It can also spread to them. First of all, we see that even Moses organized the nation by tens. It's written in Jathro portion. That's one thing. One other thing is, this is how Rabash did. If you're talking about people, you're already teaching them the wisdom of Kabbalah. It has to be some, uh, it has to be some relative group where they can realize the connection between them to understand how difficult it is on the one hand, and how desirable it is on the other hand. Otherwise, how can you, they have to, to feel it that this is how it's it's done and just as you do it in your tent that's how the whole humanity has to be okay uh, Moscow 1 fine, Moscow 1 it's written here that the Messiah, the son of David, will come as a generation where everyone is worthy and people will stop chasing after honor. But we still see how everybody's chasing all this cars, money. As much as I can hear what you're saying, I, I didn't really hear it good, but it seems to me that your question, when can the Messiah really be revealed? So it's written either in a generation when they're all guilty or in a generation when they're all innocent. So you have to understand what does it mean. Either there's a full revelation of evil, that means they're all guilty, or a generation that 
maybe even corrected itself. So they're all innocent. So it's one of the two. There the Messiah can come, meaning the upper light appears over humanity. Messiah is the upper force that draws us from our ego, from in order to receive, to in order to bestow to the connection. So either in the generation that wants it, and comes to that, or in a generation that is, they're all guilty, meaning they discover how they're in the will to receive in order to receive, and that's their whole desire. It's one of the these two. So we have to come to that. When do we come to that? When we place all our strength to connect. Then we discover we don't want or maybe even we do want but we can't we have to reach some end and then we cry out to the creator to help then comes what we call the Messiah the Mashiach the force that pulls us from the feeling of this world to the upper reality then we enter the upper dimension when you start to feel rather reality as you feel it now the corporeal reality atoms, molecules, all these bodies rather you you go into a system of spiritual forces not physical as we now are in but rather forces of reception and bestow the combination of these two forces that truly hold the system of the true reality. Okay? Fine, so we have PT 35. Thank you, Av. What does it mean, students who aren't ready? What does that mean? The ones who learn, but want to use the wisdom of Kabbalah, for instance, for their own needs. That they don't want to connect and bestow? Yes, not for the sake of others. We know that the process of correction is completely different for people with points in the heart and people who don't have points in the heart. Yes. And we're turning to all layers and our language has to be different. So what is the many of the nation, it's people with points in the heart. We have to open the wisdom of Kabbalah for everyone because we cannot sort out and divide the general public, the world public to two kinds, but rather these people themselves start seeing where they are, how much they belong to the internality or less. They're more aware or less aware. 
but everyone is nonetheless a part of that flow of humanity when all of humanity has to connect and to bring itself to one system for the Creator to be revealed in the connection between all people. So not to sort out the form of dissemination according to the audience. Why, why? I didn't understand you. We have to relate to everyone in uh, as much as we can openly. We can't sort them out in advance. Well, let's tell half to these and a quarter to those. But rather to open the whole wisdom of Kabbalah for everyone in general. And as much as each one can use the wisdom of Kabbalah in connection and to reach our vood and to reach connection through the friends and the Creator, then they'll discover the upper reality that is revealed entirely in connection, above separation. This is how we'll draw everyone. Ultimately, everyone will come. It's only that some are drawn out of their desire that is latent in their heart and some don't have this desire. So they'll roll uh, and after all kinds of events of events that will affect them some more trouble. Yes. When I asked Abash, what can I do? As much as we disseminate the wisdom of Allah, nothing helps. So he said, there's still trouble missing. How can you affect this will to receive this beast? Only when the trouble arise, then they start looking for a way how, how they can run away from these troubles. And in the the connection between the trouble and the running away, they start discovering that the true running away, the true exit, is rising above the will to receive. Then you can be certain that you ran away from all your trouble. Yes. Turkey 4. Okay. Turkey 4. Rob, about Mashiach ben David, it is written... Uh, by a lot of Mekubalim that they say we wait Mashiach ben David every day that he will arrive. But there are also some Mekubalim that says I want Mashiach to come but not until I leave this world. So there is also a longing but there is also fear from the judgment. So what is the judgment that generation will face with the revelation of the Mashiach? we have to rise to a degree that is entirely entirely in order to bestow that's called Messiah son of David David is a symbol of Malchut for us that's why he's called a king 
And for that reason, there has to be a revelation in the world to receive in Malchut, a feeling that there's no chance for a correction. But that comes specifically after we almost reach correction on our own. And then, in the shift between, there is no possible correction and there is a possible correction, that's called the kingship of David. David. The fact that it's written that many people didn't want or don't want to live in the the revelation of the this kingship of David, that's true, because all the gaps between the world to receive and the world to bestow will be revealed. But these things are written. There's no reason to be afraid of that. We don't shouldn't let them stop us. Let's advance and pass it. Whatever happened, happened. What's before us is only the revelation of the kingship of David. Meaning a revelation that the Creator is shining all over His creation and He's revealed. That's what we need. In the writings of Bala Sulam, he, he, he says about a righteous nation that will awaken the revelation of the Mashiach. Can we say that in this generation, Bnei Baruch is that righteous group, nation? Okay, we should nonetheless make an effort if not to be an example or not be a structure of justice and the last generation uh, to at least try to reach it to somehow be aimed at that. I don't think that we are in such a degree. However, just like children, let's say we're dreaming of it. But the Creator will make us such a society, such an organization, such a nation, so to speak, a collection of people that will resemble to a certain extent in a system that resembles the end of correction it all depends on how much light bestows upon us from above PT19 good morning Rav friends our sages said that the Messiah, son of David, will come at a generation that all is worthy or completely unworthy. What are those two opposites? If we're ready, worthy of the upper light that will come sanctify us and raise us to a higher degree, then we pray, we draw it, He does, He comes and, and does this action. If we're not ready, we discover we're not ready, that we're the opposite, then we cry out for it to come and correct us. And by the correction, 
it will raise us and fill us. Meaning the result should be the same. For the vessels to be corrected and the upper light fills them. However, the initial point should be either by us, all of us, feeling that we're incapable and that our polite corrects us, or we've already come to some correction between us, then the upper light only compensates, complements our correction. Could it be like in Tess when he speaks about the two opposites to reach correction? That's possible. Okay, where are we? Or in the paragraph starting with these words. Yes. With these words, I unbind myself from a considerable complaint that I have dared more than all my predecessors in disclosing the usually covered rudiments of the wisdom in my book, which was thus far unexplored. This refers to the essence of the ten sfirot and all that concerns them, yeshar and chozer, pnimi and mekif, and the meaning of the striking and the meaning of the cleansing, the refining. The authors that preceded me deliberately scattered the words here and there, and in subtle intimations, so one one's hand would fail to gather them. <clears throat> I, through the, his light, which appeared upon me, and with the help of my teachers, have gathered them and disclosed the matters clearly enough and in their spiritual form, above place and above time. They could have come to me with a great complaint. If there are no additions to my teachers here, then Viari and Rav Chaim Vital themselves and the genuine authors and commentators of their words could have disclosed and explained the matters as openly as I. And if you wish to say that this was revealed to them, then who is this writer for whom is certainly a great privilege to be dust and ashes under their feet. Who says that the lot given to him by the Creator is more than their lot? However, as you will see in the references, I neither added to my teachers nor innovated in the composition. All my words are already written in eight gates in the tree of life and in the entrance gates by the Ari. I did not add a single word to them, but they aimed to conceal matters. Hence, they scattered them, one here and one there, since their generation was not yet completely unworthy and required great care. We, however, 
For our many sins, all the words of our sages are already true in us. They had been said for the time of the Messiah to begin with, for in such a generation there is no longer fear of disclosing the wisdom as we have elaborated above. Hence, my words are open and orderly. This means that he's trying to say that since or even after the words of Dari and his students that arranged all the words of Dari as much as they did, you can already engage in the wisdom of Kabbalah and it's the age of the Messiah when everything depends only on us and it's, it's, we're allowed to do everything. Next. Number six. And now, sons, do hear me. The wisdom cries aloud outside. She calls you from the streets. Whoso is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. For it is no vain thing for you because it is your life and the length of your days. You were not created to follow the act of grain and the potato and you and your asses in one throw. And as the purpose of the ass is not to serve all the contemporary asses, man's purpose is not to serve all the bodies of the people of this time, the contemporaries of his physical body. Rather, the purpose of the ass is to serve and be use of man who is superior to it. And the purpose of man is to serve the Creator and complete his aim. As Ben Zoma said, all those were created only to serve me, and I to serve my Maker. He says, all the works of the Lord are for his purpose, since the Creator yearns and craves our completion. It is as said in Bereshit Rabbah that the angels said to him, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you think of him? Why do you need this trouble? The Creator told him, told them, Therefore, why do you, why sheep and oxen, what is this like? It is like a king who had a tower filled abundantly but no guests. What pleasure has the king from his fill? They promptly said to him, O Lord, our Lord, how glorious is your name in all the earth. Do that which seems good to you. Seemingly, we should doubt that allegory, since where does that tower filled abundantly stand? In our time, we would fill it with guests, with guests to, bri- to the brim. Indeed, the words are earnest, since you see that the angels made no complaint about how the creatures created during the six days of creation except about man. This is because he was created in God's image and consists of the upper and lower together. 
When the angels saw it, they were startled and bewildered. How would the pure spiritual soul descend its sublime degree and come and dwell in the same abode with the filthy, beastly body? In other words, they wondered, why do you need this trouble? The answer that came to them is, that there is already a tower filled abundantly and empty of guests. To fill it with guests, we need the existence of man, made of upper and lower together. For this reason, this pure soul must clothe in the dress in this filthy body. They immediately understood it and said, do that which seems good to you. This is a great thing he's telling us about. Meaning, as much as Creation has to be round, meaning all the rules, the tendencies, the forces, upper and lower, are opposite. But how to make them connect together and to act as one? Meaning both the plus and the minus, everything acts for one purpose, for one goal. It's above the plus and the minus and all the forces of the creation. That's why we don't know, we don't see, we don't discover the purpose of, the same purpose of connection. And that's what we should actually discover. Key of one. Key of one. Yes, dear Rav, he writes here that the wisdom how can such a how can a wisdom like we have call people they can't hear us Rav, that's true but we have no choice we should as much as we can to reach the broadest dissemination as Kabbalists tell us and they understand and they feel where we are regarding the lights that come from above, from the upper world, through the upper system to us, to in this world, and that we are probably ready to really relate and connect to these spiritual forces and to rise along with the whole world to a higher degree. Meaning in our intellect, in our emotion, everything we have in this world, for a higher force, a connection, a need will be revealed that will open our eyes, open our intellect, our brains, emotion, so that we'll see where we exist. We won't be like small kittens. When they are born, they don't see anything, they don't understand anything. 
That's how we have to try to reach the entire humanity and to show it that it's about time. We're in the on the verge of in, the, in between two possibilities uh, an atomic world war as Bala Sulam says that the next world war will be nuclear or we can reach the corrections so this danger has to push us forward and to bring us to correction Действительно ощущается, что мы как бы находимся в какое-то очень особенное время. Вот у нас, например, в Украине 14... We really feel that we're in a special time. Let's say here in the Ukraine, there's 14 million uh, refugees. It's unbelievable. All these people are just standing around the city. What could I explain to them that they can reach some kind of conclusion? I don't know what to answer you. I don't know what to say. I have no words. I think that we need nonetheless, but in a subtle way, in a gentle way, when people are in such states, they are very sensitive. So we have to come close to them very slowly. I think that you in Ukraine really can open the dissemination of the wisdom of Kabbalah in the internet wherever that reaches and, and other possibilities. And so to at least prepare yourselves for dissemination to, to this country. This war will certainly end. Let's hope soon. And after that, won't be a, any more missiles in this situation that is now present. And in this sensitive state people are in, we have to try to bring them this method of correction, the right method, when coming closer, between everyone, it will save humanity as a whole, but first of all, this country, this nation, it will save you from, from the trouble. And when we start engaging in that, disseminating the method of correction, then we'll start to understand why this trouble is upon us specifically. I'm talking from, on behalf of the Ukrainian people. You'll understand why it comes to you rather than someone else. And you'll see in the past, in uh, what you've done in, in uh, a long time ago and just a while ago, and why you have to suffer. On the one hand, on the other hand, how due to that you reach 
correction. I don't want to open that too much because it's other things will be revealed, then we can talk. PT 19. Don't you think that we need a miracle, like the miracle of coming out of Egypt? If you'll pray for a miracle, there will be a miracle. Go ahead. Because what I hear, see here is uh, not good, not to either side. So will the Creator get into this, intervene in this? The Creator is always in the mixture, in the center of all the, the things. But it's our problem to try to rise above our nature, to ask of Him to raise us above our nature. When we don't want to stay in our nature, but rather we we demand that that nature will bring us corrections into our will to receive. How can that be? What we need to ask of Him is to rise above our nature from in order to receive to to in order to bestow, from separation to connection, from rejection to connection. Then everything will be fine. So everything depends on us, on our connection. Everything depends on us, more correctly on you. Niv, where are we? He writes about that allegory of a man that is comprised from the upper and lower. Yes, yes. So can there really be a state like an innovation in the creation of the Creator? I didn't understand. Man resembles the Creator because he's made of the will to receive, which is the opposite of the Creator, and the point of bestowal that comes from the Creator. From these two points, these two opposite forces, that's what makes an Adam, a person, a human. That's why all that's upon us to do is a scrutiny. Who do we want to be with? What's the innovation that we're adding to the creation? Our choice. When we, with all of the, in order to receive, we're in, by the connection between us and by the light that reforms, we start to understand that in order to bestow is a desirable, nice goal we have to reach. And it's something that wasn't there before? When? No. By the lower one's choice, it was never, never happened. The Creator created a whole person was a Damalishon prior to the sin. You didn't feel the sin, the sin or anything. It was like, you know, like a baby being born. How on one hand the Creator didn't complete creation? That's not His work. By us completing creation, we discover creation, we go into the composition of creation. We can see it, understand it, feel it from the inside. And on one hand, we say that the third state is already existing. It exists on behalf of the Creator, it has to be, but it's not on our behalf, not from our side. So that's the question, is it really an innovation in creation? 
It's an innovation for us, of course. But rather for whom? It's like a little child. You want him to have this and that. And he doesn't know about it, but you lead him to a state gradually until he comes. Then he's there. He's changed. Okay. Здравствуйте. Тут написано, что все, что Творец сделал, сделал ради себя. It says that everything the Creator did, He did for Himself. Откровенно, Творец выглядит самым большим магистом. Как к этому относиться? So the Creator suddenly is the biggest egoist. Only he, uh, the Creator only does that because He wants to draw the entire creation to Him. You can say it's the most egoistic thing, but why does He do that? For us to rise to the peak of the entire nature, and the entire nature will be around us both, uh, the will to receive and the will to bestow, and will be in the degree of the Creator. When all of nature in order to receive and in order to bestow will be below us. And we, like the Creator, will be above even the world to receive and the world to bestow. That's what He wants to happen. These are things that maybe we're not so, we don't really understand. Think about it. But these things between the lines, it's always felt in the background that we're doing everything for His benefit. And it's not that we do it for Him and because of Him. That's how it seems, but it doesn't need that, the Creator. The fact that we want to do it for Him, it's in order to disconnect from our in order to receive. Yes, Kiev 3. Everything's clear, but it's only rarely speaking about this, and suddenly it's written it's like the donkey, the ass, in front of the Creator, like the Creator before a person, so it doesn't seem that what, what's written here is that the Creator created us to give us pleasure and the Creator created us in order to raise us to His decree so that we'll enjoy the fact that we become like Him, like Him on the one hand. On the other hand, the state of being like the Creator is, is truly the opposite of what He made us. Then it turns out that we, as we come to Him, we elevate ourselves in our free choice, in our free choice to a degree that we don't want to be connected to in order to receive. We don't want to be connected to, to us. We want to adhere to the Creator to simply disconnect from what we used to be. There are no words here. We need to try to think about it more and more. That will become clearer to us. Where are we? Item 7, right? 
Not yet. We're in the middle of six. Okay, so let's move on to this. So let's